So how would you, Delilah? You made me weak and left. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to 254 Karate, guys, your weekly podcast. You know, that keeps you updated on what is going on on the continent. Mm-hmm. And I bet some of y'all who are used to getting this episode on Wednesday were thinking, mm, this girl is already, is already missing episodes, eh? And she's been on a streak. And you're right. I did miss the Wednesday. But here I am, you know, back, like, the really, like, the next day. You know what? It's not about... <laughs> the fall it's about the bounce back and y'all i'm here bouncing back like under 24 hours so can i get my props can i get my props for my consistency in 2019 thank you <laughs> anyways i'm your host socrates and you guys know like it's all about taking back the narrative like you know essentially just talking about you know what is going on in the world but like what is the woman like me think about what's going on in the world mm-hmm. so that's why we're here and there's always three segments. Now, I know my regular listeners always roll their eyes at this part. But you know what? Like, every day or every week, there's this money news. So, you know, we got to, like, you know, keep them updated. Because they're not going to go to episode one. You know what I mean? They're going to start, like, from episode, this should be, like, 23. And they're going to, like, go backwards. You know what I mean? So, there are three segments. Eh? The first is the African gem. Where we shout out some, someone doing great things on the continent. Eh? And the second segment is poly social. Where we talk about the social political issues. And the third segment is the shariako where you guys send me juicy stories. <laughs> so, let's kick this off with the African gem. Hmm? This week, our African gem is from Uganda. Uganda. That means you are shining. Yeah? You are shining. Yeah? You look good. Um, his name is Kasoma Nurdin. Yeah? Or it's Nordin, but I think it's Nordin. And you know, as Africans, we pronounce things how they are spelled. So then he has two double O's, and that's a O. Hmm? And actually, the thing that he's like, <laughs> um, being an African gem for actually has double O's in it. Boo. Huh? It's called Bugali. Huh? And the boo is from bamboo. And Gali in Luganda means bicycle. Yeah? So if you put two on together, this guy makes Bugalis, which are bicycles where the frame is made out of bamboo like can we talk about sustainability like can we talk about it and i don't think bamboo bicycles are like a new thing but like he's on point because he spiced it he spiced it up and he uses this bark uh cloth from what is called a mutuba tree eh? and he dips it in a little liquid called risen or risen i think it's risen eh? and then he dries it up eh? and puts it on their bike eh? so it has that uganda mutuba tree touch like can we talk about it like not only are you being like making items that are friendly to like the environment but you out here like you know putting a little african touch on it like come on um, the bikes basically go from $350 to $450. And, you know, like, bamboo are sustainable or bamboos. They're renewable. And, like, I'm just here for it. He makes road bikes, mountain bikes, uh, the ones that you like, can ride on, like, gravel and stuff. And the way he learned, basically, was um, I think there was this American around who, like, taught him how to make, like, the frame of bikes. And then I think he just started making the bamboo ones. And he also, like, watches on YouTube how these, like, different bikes are made. Like, you know what I mean? Like, can we give it up for Kasama Nurdin? Yeah? Kasama, eh? And you know, in Swahili, that means, like, the Akarida. Eh? Kasama, eh? Kasama, eh? 
I can't. <laughs> but that is our African gem. Now I want to put uh, our police Our police title today is Where is Buteflika and Where is the Money? Eh? And this is mostly because out in Algeria, Buteflika, hmm? um, his name is actually Abdelaziz Buteflika. And I know a lot of uh, my people eh, that listen to this, eh, you don't even know what is going on in Algeria right now, but it's okay. Cause that is why i'm here like you know what i mean like it's about to talk about like news that's happening that like we might not necessarily be tuned on like you know what i mean and that's why it's called carada like you know stay woke i stay alert so you don't have to like you know be doing all these research anyways the algerian president eh? abdelaziz buteflika um he's been president mind you since 1999 he's 82 years old um he basically came into power in the 1990s 1999 there was a civil war going on and like he he's been in power so long because he was actually like instrumental in ending the civil war during that time in algeria and so after his second term he changed the constitution again so he could run for a third term um (laughs) and you know like if you think about it you know like when you think of north africa there's all that like arab spring thing that happened in 2011 and algeria missed that train or like was also like didn't experience the arab spring because this guy was basically in power and he said listen bruh like we just came from a civil war blah like literally like less than 10 years ago like why would we do this and also like algeria is like oil um wealthy like uh has like a vast majority of oil wealth so around that time he also like gave people low interest loans and like a lot of subsidies so people were like why, why do we have to be on the streets without with that piece of bread talking about arab spring eh? we are okay we are okay now the thing is around 2013 hmm? a year before he ran for another election and got elected again this man had a stroke um that rendered him basically in a wheelchair and since then um algerians have barely seen this man like the last public speech he made was in 2012 way before the stroke then he had the stroke and he hasn't had one again he hasn't had another one and like algerians are lucky like if they see him like greeting like foreign dignitaries like coming into the country or like seeing him open like a conference center or something like you know what i mean the man is mia but here's the thing hmm? we are here 20 years later he wants to run for the fifth term so algeria is having elections april i believe it's april 8th or april 18th or april 11th hmm? One of those things. Oh, April 18th. I know I have my notes, so it's April 18th. <laughs> so like 10, 12 days ago, Buteflika, people were just were just waiting. They have not seen him. He's been in a Swiss hospital somewhere. They have not seen him. Um, so basically, they were announcing who's running. And he had to like register. So Buteflika sends his campaign manager to register him to, you know, campaign. And people were like, excuse me excuse me sir we have not seen you with our own eyes eh? since 2012 you are 82 years old eh? majority of this population is 30 years and and under eh? 70 percent of us and of us 30 percent of us are unemployed eh? exactly what are you running for eh? where are you where are you where are you mr buteflika where, where where are you you're missing in action eh? you're in my so the young people are like, bruh, this has to be a joke because you're literally offering us a candidate that's MIA. Some people are like, he's next to dead. 
<laughs> and they're just like, don't insult us like this, bro. Like the majority of us are like lively, young, like bro, don't do this to us. And so they've been protesting ever since he made this announcement like 10 to 12 days ago. They even have this like photo of this man in a wheelchair with like his drawn all over and crossed out. They're like, we don't want a dead president and all this stuff. Just shady, shady, but they're real. They're making some great points. <laughs> so Musa Bouteflika, huh? President Bouteflika, he's so, you know, he's so compassionate and he can really empathize with, with, with the sentiments of the people. Hmm? So again, he sent his campaign manager because you know, he, 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 we have not seen him since 2012. Mind you, it's illegal. Like, you have to register yourself if you're trying to run for presidency, but the rules don't apply to Mr. Bouteflika. Hmm? We don't even know if he's alive, to be honest. <laughs> um, so he sent his campaign manager. He's like, listen, say this speech for me, allegedly. So the speech says something along the lines of, like, listen, guys, like, I'm running for this term. And let me promise you guys, if I win, I am only going to be in office for a year. And during that time, we're going to have like a national dialogue and all this stuff. We're going to set another election date and then we will hold another election and I will not run. But here's my thing. Why? Well, why? You, you, you have been powerful for five terms, like for four terms now. Eh? Now, a month before the elections, eh, is when now you want to, when you put your, you've, you've just re registered now, eh, last week. And then now you're saying, oh, but if I win, I will only be in power for it. What are all these plans that you're making now? Why didn't you make these plans then? And of course, everyone is like, he's only doing this because they haven't found, like, someone to replace him. But there are other candidates, bruh. It's just a matter of, I guess, like, you know, his party and the way he's kind of ruled. He's kind of ruled, like, Algeria, like a monarch, basically, this whole time. Um and he's also been like criticized for basically ruling in a way that's like um what's it called biased towards like businessmen who basically like grease huh? Gre greasy palms um so yeah people are like bro we don't believe you and this whole idea of like what you want to choose someone of your liking that you can put that's why you want to delay a year like just put that person now like if you don't know that person now and you've been in power for 20 years bro like what are you going to learn about him in a year? I don't believe him. It's a scam. He's going to win. If he wins, he's going to stay in power. Don't say I didn't tell y'all. But listen, I mean, elections in Africa are always like <laughs> just just a, a drama, eh? just a drama film. Eh? Because this isn't the only issue they're facing, bro. So one of the opposition, his name is Rashid Nekaz. Now, just like I was talking about Senegal last year, also in Algeria, one of the rules is you have to get a certain number of signatures. So you have to get like 60,000. So this Rashid Nakaz gets the 60,000. But now when it's time to register, or it's like 10, 12 days ago as well, um, he was told, bruh, actually you're not eligible to run for presidency because you have had a dual citizenship before from France. And even though he renounced his citizenship, apparently the laws in Algeria are like, Nah, 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 nah. If you've ever had dual citizenship, like you're not eligible to run. But you know, these are politicians, they, they, it's very hard for them to take no for an answer. The laws are created to, to show what is a no. Mm. But our politicians are just like, mm, that is a maybe. So Rashid Nakad, what's he doing his pops? He's actually very popular with the, uh, young people. So he, he campaigns a lot on like social media, Facebook Live. So he was like this. He was like, oh. You, you want to this is this is a law that you said you said i cannot run let me show you one better huh? <laughs> and you see north africans be trying to act like you know they ain't part of us but like we see how you see how scabbing 
we see how you are handling power mm, you are just like us hey, you're no you're no different <laughs> so Rashida cousin's like bruh listen so I have this cousin actually from my hometown and his name also just happens to be the same as mine, Rashid Nikaz. Only thing is he's a mechanic. But you know what? Don't sweat. This is what we're going to do. I'm going to register my cousin, Rashid Nikaz. Let's call him Rashid Nikaz, the mechanic. Now Rashid Nikaz, the mechanic, has been registered as campaigning for presidency. And his campaign manager is Rashid Nikaz, number one. <laughs> Right? So they basically told their, whoever was watching on Facebook Live, they were like, this is how we're going to do it. Rashid Nikaz, the mechanic, is going to run. And if he wins, we're going to create a vice president's position. And who is going to get that vice presidency? Is Rashid Nikaz, number one. And once that happens, Rashid Nikaz, the mechanic, is going to resign and therefore make Rashid Nikaz the president. Now, here's the thing, right? Like, hashtag scam but also like you have to really appreciate like the hustle <laughs> like you know what i mean mind you this guy he's an he's a political activist but he's also like a businessman like you know what i mean like businessmen do not take no for an answer and to be honest in my mind he's always known that this was the rule like you cannot run for presidency in algeria if you tell dual citizenship and in france he was also running for politics you know what i mean like so in my mind he said this, he hatched this plan like years and years ago, changed his cousin's name and all that stuff. I don't know, but I feel like that happened in preparation for this because bruh, and you know what I mean? Like, I feel like <laughs> coming from a country where like you barely see your president, like if you're like 30 years old, like I told you, 70% of the population is under 30. So let's say somebody's 29 right now. It would mean that the last time they saw their president make a public speech, they were like 22. And maybe in your 20s, like, you're not even that, like, into politics. So you're growing up with, like, this president that you barely know, barely relate to because his ass is old. And here you are. <laughs> it's him. And one of the opposition parties is this guy who's just, like, <laughs> he doesn't give up. Like, I mean, depending on the situation, I honestly would just be like, you know what? I like his hustle. But at the end of the day, it's also, like, this is a leader who is essentially showing you that he is corrupt from the jump. Like you can take it from the perspective and be like, oh, he doesn't give up easily, but he's essentially showing you like he's gonna play around with the laws to get what he wants. So again, is this someone that you vote for? <laughs> Probably not so, but you're watching Algeria closely. Eh? They, they have uh, a little bit more than a month eh, for the elections to go ahead. And all people want to know is where is Mr. Buteflika? where are you we hope that you're in good health well we know that you're not in good health but i don't know i'm curious about this though and like i said the topic of this podcast is where's mr buteflika and where's the money you where's the money now this second part is because of liberia so i feel like i might have uh, mentioned this on the I'm not sure if I mentioned this in the podcast last year, but in Liberia, $100 million went missing in Liberian dollars. Okay, $100 million, which is the equivalent of like, I don't know how many hundred billion dollars in Liberian dollars, but they were printed by the Swedish company and supposed to make it to the central bank. They allegedly last year did not. People were upset. They were protesting. They were like, how could this happen? 
to resolve this whole thing, the central bank was allowed to print a certain amount of money to, you know, balance this whole loss of the dollars that didn't show up. And um, basically, when Mr. George Ware got, came into power, he this is what he inherited. He inherited this, this central bank that had just lost money. And, like, of course, it did not help their, what's it called, inflation rates are high because they just have all this extra money. So he led a separate investigation. And at the same time, the U.S. Embassy in Monrovia also led a separate investigation by this agency called Crow. They're like independent auditors. So this company has just come back with the results. <laughs> and the money that was missing has now been found that it was actually never missing. Let me tell you, it continues to unfold. The money not only got there, that it got there, but the bank actually did not say how it was used. And now on top of that, the, the money was supposed to be there to replace old banknotes. So those old banknotes should have been destroyed. But if you remember, the money didn't get there and more money had to be printed. And now the investigation found even the old banknotes had not been destroyed. So you have all this money in the, eh, in the, in the country. Eh? But now, wait, 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 wait. The investigation also found when they are allowed to print extra money to balance eh? to balance <laughs> the one that was allegedly lost the one that was allegedly missing they printed three times more than they were asked to <laughs> not even that apparently there was like a 25 million dollar withdrawal that was made in like the u.s reserve bank huh? to also balance this and 10 million of it cannot be Counted for. Mm. Now here's the thing. As part of this investigation, they have arrested the central bank director at the time, or still now until he was arrested. And guess who that was? It was Charles Salif. And I know when you hear that name Salif, it's ringing a little bit of a bell. And yes, it is the previous uh, former president, eh, the woman, Ellen Johnson Salif. Huh? It is his son because when she was president, she appointed him to that position. Hmm? And this is what her son has been doing. Now, here's the thing. Yeah, and he was arrested and so was the director of the bank and the former president of the bank because they were like, yo, why is this happening? And they've been arrested for like economic sabotage, like unlawfully printing money that they weren't allowed to and just like not managing the money well. Now... On my end, I'm like, of course, a lot of newspapers have been trying to, like, contact his mother. Because they're like, bruh, you put this man here. But you see what I'm saying? Like, I bet you, okay, there is the option of Sir Leaf knew about this. And she was like, do your best, my son. Eh? Do your best. Make us, make, make us African corrupt Sunidas proud. <laughs> There's that option that they were in cahoots. But I also think there's the more likely option where, she, you know, she was like, listen, you're my son. Like, you know what I mean? I want the best for you. And I'm going to put you in this prestigious position. I trust you. I feel like you're going to handle my money right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you're not going to rob me, your own mother. Like, you're not going to do that. You know what I mean? Like, you're not going to ruin my legacy because you're my son. But at the end of the day, men are trash. And it doesn't matter whether you gave birth to them. Eh? These men are trash and they all have mothers. 
but they are still trash eh? so we cannot really blame Salif <laughs> you know what I mean so I feel like he did this on his own to be honest and like unfortunately his mother's name is going to like be dragged down with him because you see men cannot just go down alone mm? they have to drag everyone down with them especially if they're women especially their mothers and eh? you know you know you're not just out here embarrassing yourself eh? embarrassing <laughs> balance and embarrassing you know you're embarrassing yourself <laughs> you're someone's child like bruh i have a legacy how you go disrespect me like this like you know what i mean so these guys arrested and so the verse the three they're charging the three but here's the thing the other two who are supposed to be arrested are in the run <laughs> so these other three are being held without bail and my feel so because these niggas got the money and the resources to like peace out and like even be like oh i'm seeking asylum or something in some other country so the missing millions were apparently not missing hmm shocker eh? shocker huh? but imagine right like this isn't like a bank that just has like a few people signed up or just the people this is like the country's bank that's being mismanaged like this if i was in monrovia bruh all my money is going into like my mattress like i ain't banking with these niggas like can you imagine so you have the old banknotes you have the ones that were replacing them the ones that allegedly got lost and on top of that you printed three times more like how much <laughs> but you know what like at the end of the day i mean i'm curious as to how they did this investigation i guess they like found the other nodes or the serial numbers floating around because in my mind i'm like i feel like if i was gonna steal the hundred million dollar the first ones me i would have put it in my bank oh but i guess if you put it in your bank account or even if you used it it still goes right yeah anyways there's nothing they can't do now they have been caught we will also watch how this unfolds and we'll watch if ellen johnson Stanley has anything to say imagine 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 you breaking barriers eh? breaking barriers and then putting your, your no good son in a position and then for him to let you down like this you know what i mean like women we have to mm, it doesn't matter if they were they are sons we always have to assume that they are trash and a lot of them cannot be recycled eh? a lot of them cannot be recycled they're like plastic eh? they're like plastic we need to ban <laughs> existence eh? they will kill us <laughs> i can't but yeah where is Mr. Buteflika? And where is where is the money? Mm, where is the money? Now we know. <laughs> so guys, we're gonna watch the stories unfold. You know what I mean? Like those are the two main stories I wanted to focus on this week. Um, but eh, this week for Shariako, someone sent me an interesting uh, question. Oh. <laughs> Her name is Evelyn. Mm, Evelyn, how are you? How are you? I'm glad you're well. Um, <laughs> she was basically like, "Is Ash Wednesday, and she's taking a break from like guys like that just ain't no good trash." And she's like, she would just like to meet someone who has the same interests as her, and who's just on point, you know, just on point. Um, cause she's not looking for anything. For, sorry, I'm like reading and summarizing anything short term. And she was like. Um, but Nairobi, uh, dating is hard. Um, yet, uh, she is yet to find someone she has a lot in common with. And so she's asking me for advice in dating in Nairobi. Eh, eh. 
first of all, you know my mother listens to this podcast, and I'm still her baby, so I actually do not date. <laughs> Hi, mom. <laughs> Let me tell you something, right? I feel like, in terms of finding people you have like things in common with, I think the best advice I could give someone is to literally go do the things that you like. Um, and if you can't find like a friend to go with you, still go and try go by yourself. Like try to do a, lo- a few things that you like doing by yourself. And I say this because, you know, when you go somewhere with your friends, like sometimes you'll just be with them and like, you know, you don't really feel that pressure to really like interact with someone. Um, and sometimes like your friends just join you cause they're their friends. Like they might not really like it that much, but they're like, you my girl, like we hanging out. Okay, let's go. But here's the thing. I feel like if you like, let's say jazz music. If you go to a show by yourself, like even a small one, if you go there by yourself, most of the people who are there are there because they want to. Like they're there because that is something that they like as well. And if you're there alone, like you're going to be more open to like talking to other people. Like the person next to you will say something and you'll like engage in conversation because girl, you're there by yourself. And like you know that that person likes that thing because you did not have to ask them to go with you you were not like let's go on a date to this thing like you know they're there because they want to be there so i would say if you're trying to like find like-minded people i would tell you be open to doing more of the things that you like and if you can um try to do them by yourself like even if you go with friends it's fine but like just aim to like you know do the things that you like by yourself to find other people that like doing the things that you like that is my advice, Evelyn. Mm, I cannot comment further. <laughs> but try it out. Like this week, go to something like that you like and see if you meet someone. And chances are you'll run into people that you know there that like those same things. Like, you know what I mean? I feel like it's such a good feeling when you say you're doing something and like you haven't told anyone about it yet, but then they're like, oh, I was going to do that too. Like, it's just like a validation that you guys share something in common. Um, but me, that's my advice of dating in Nairobi. Go by yourself. <laughs> um, I don't mean go turn up by yourself. Um, but like, yeah, just do the things that you like and try to do them alone and like be open to meeting new people. Even if you go with your friends, like just be open to like meet new people. Um, but the key word is on the things that you like doing because that's the that's the main point right because you want to find like-minded people people that you share things in common with that you're not gonna have to convince to like the things that you like so the key word is like on the things that you like doing but yes that is our episode this week I, I, i'm so proud of myself i think this is like seven weeks straight where i put out an episode like guys progress like 2019 is just about growth I will say I was upset, though, because I had someone wash my shoes today, and they lost one of my shoelaces, and I'm upset. Um, But, yeah, (laughs) that's just for another day. I will complain another day. But thank you guys so much for listening. I will catch you guys next week because your girl is consistent. Bye. (laughs)